Good morning, everybody. Welcome to It's a Religion, the podcast that seeks to encourage people in their faith, faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, and uh, those who don't know him, uh, help, and that they might find him, that they might seek him out and find him, and come to a knowledge of the truth, the one truth that will make a difference in your life. Um, over and above uh, Muhammad's truth, over and above Buddha's truth, over and above um, other men's truth, like scientists and people who want to tell you that we came out of a bowl of soup millions of years ago. It's a better answer, folks. And uh, you have to put faith in something because you're going to put faith in something. Whether or not you think so or not, whether or not you think you can live your life without faith, um, that is frankly a joke. You can't do that. You have to have faith in something. You have faith if you're married that your spouse is not going to cheat on you. You have uh, faith that your children are going to listen to you. You have faith that um, you know your employer is going to send you a paycheck when it's time. You know That is what exhibiting faith is for the most part. So, welcome again. We come to you live from the Middle West of the United, no, the divided states of America and to the Republic for which they stand, two nations under God with uh, liberty and justice for some. Those that uh, have connections, those that, uh, you know, there's only so many people that we can provide justice for. It used to be equal justice for all, and I don't know if it's ever really been that way. You know, there's always been people who know people and uh, different ways in which justice has been perverted in this country and everywhere, right? Because uh, people are inherently evil. And if you think, if you're one of those folks that are out there and you think people are inherently good, I, good luck with that. Because people are only good in the sense that uh, they do good things in reference to the objective truth of God and the objective truth that God exists, and he gave us a moral fabric to live life uh, from in terms of perspective. And that's the way we roll. Whether you believe it or not, uh, it does not change the fact. So welcome, welcome, Ehud, son of Dennis here. You can reach us at Ehud at itsareligion.org. It's Ehud at itsareligion.org. Thank you for joining and uh, we're going through the book of Genesis, the book of beginnings in the Bible. If you haven't read the Bible before, get a copy. It's the most popular book ever for good reason, because it's God's instruction book to us um, before leaving earth. God's instruction book um, for humanity before leaving earth. So uh, I think that there's an acronym in there somewhere. But we are in Genesis chapter 20 today. And we're going to read through that and have a couple comments on that. And then we'll take a look at some of the today's news stories. And we try and talk about things from the standpoint of faith. what, Why people do what they do or believe what they believe from the standpoint of faith. And uh, how that is working out in society today. Uh, and again, a lot of that is uh, projecting what we believe onto situations. Not necessarily, uh, you know, we don't know everything. I'm not omniscient like the Lord God Almighty is because uh, that would be wrong of me to even say so. But we have an opinion, and we like to share it, so that's what we do. Genesis 20, and Abraham journeyed from thence toward the south country. So we're following the, the 
journeys of Abraham at this point in Genesis. God's created the earth. Um, he's destroyed it with a flood, but saved the family of Noah and his son, Shem, Ham, and Japheth, and their wives. And they have repopulated the earth to an extent where about nine generations removed from that. And you have Abraham and the things that uh, he goes through, and he is one that God has chosen because he has exhibited faith in God. And God called him out of Ur of the Chaldees, and, and Abraham listened, and he followed what God had to do. And now God has promised him a son. So Abraham journeyed from thence toward the south country and dwelled between Kadesh and Shur and uh, sojourned in Gerar. And Abraham said of Sarah, his wife, she is my sister. And Abimelech, king of Gerar, sent and took Sarah. But God can't. So again, Abraham lies about his, well, again, he doesn't lie technically, but he doesn't say anything about her being his wife. But God came to Abimelech in a dream by night and said to him, Behold, thou art but a dead man for the woman which thou hast taken, for she is a man's wife. But Abimelech had not come near her. And he said, Lord, wilt thou slay also a righteous nation? So that's an interesting uh, set of scripture there, you know, with Abimelech. God speaking to Abimelech and Abimelech going, well, hey, wait, you know, I haven't done anything wrong. Said he not unto me, she is my sister, and she, even she herself said, he is my brother, in the integrity of my heart and innocent innocency of my hands have I done this. And God, now, and the other thing about this, Sarah's like 90-some years old, and this is going on. And God said unto him in a dream, Yea, I know that thou didst this in the integrity of thy heart, for I also withheld from thee, sinning against me. Therefore I suffered I thee not to touch her. Now therefore restore the man his wife, for he is a prophet, and he shall pray for thee, and thou shalt live. And if thou restore her not, uh, know you that uh, you shall surely die, you and all that are yours. Therefore Abimelech rose early in the morning and called all his servants and told all these things in their ears, and the men were sore afraid. And Abimelech called Abraham. So people knew who God was back then. And said unto him, What hast thou done to us? And what have I offended thee, that you brought on me this, or brought on me and on my kingdom a great sin, and has done deeds unto me that ought not to be done? Now again, go back to the beginning of this. Was Abraham trusting God? You know, if he really trusted God at this point, wouldn't you think he would have just said, hey, she's my wife, don't mess with her? And, you know, I think about that. God still is faithful even though we fail. And that, that to me, is, is the lesson to be learned there. And Abimelech said unto Abraham, what did you see that you have done this thing? And Abraham said, because I thought, surely the fear of God is not in this place, and they will slay me for my wife's sake. And yet, indeed... She is my sister. She is the daughter of my father, but not the daughter of my mother. And she became my wife. And it came to pass when God caused me to wander from my father's house. And I said unto her, This is thy kindness which you have shown unto me at every place. Whether we shall come, say of me, he is my brother. And Abimelech took sheep and oxen and men servants and women servants and gave them unto Abraham and restored him, Sarah, his wife. And Abimelech said, Behold, my land is before thee dwell where it pleases thee. So he knew he had the favor of God going with him. And so he, uh, uh, you know, helps Abraham out. And unto Sarah, he said, Behold, I have given thy brother a thousand pieces of silver. Behold, he is to thee a covering of the eyes and to all that are with thee and all with all other. 
Thus she was reproved. And so Abraham prayed unto God, and God healed Abimelech and his wife and his maidservants, and they bare children. For the Lord had fast closed up all the wombs in the house of Abimelech because of Sarah, Abraham's wife. So men back then had more than one wife because he already, apparently Abimelech already had other wives when he took Sarah. And we're going to see that as we go forward, even with David, the, the king. Um, and uh, uh, so it's, it's, it's just an interesting, there's some interesting stuff as you go through the history of humanity, because this is really what it is. This is the, the line of Christ. You know, this is what the Bible tracks. I mean, the whole Bible is about Jesus Christ, folks. If you haven't figured that out yet, um, read it again, and you will. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that happens in between a couple points when Adam and Eve sin to when Christ is born, right, you know, comes into his ministry, uh, dies for us, and rises again. And then the New Testament is all about the, the gospel of Christ and what, what that means to humanity. So, but, you know, Abraham, and you look at the, the history of the families in which Christ comes through, and it's, you know, there's some faithful people in there, but there's some disasters too. I mean, Abraham at times was a disaster, lying about his own wife and fearing for himself and his own skin instead of being faithful to God. Uh, Peter doing the same thing later in the New Testament, we'll see that. So, but let's take a quick look at what's going on in the world today. We had Joe Biden came out and did a wonderful job at a press conference yesterday. I don't think so. I can't hardly stand to hear the man talk because one, he's not the president, folks. He did not win that election. He was installed as the president because they could manipulate him. Um, and I thank God for uh, Senator Manchin and Cinema Senators Manchin and Cinema um, voting with Republicans. And uh, Manchin basically had a sign up that says the United States uh, Senate has never been able to debate and debate with a simple majority. And so um, I think that's a good thing. It, it keeps one check uh, on the balance of power when um, we have such division in this country today. You know, the Senate is at least some check on that when you can you have to get 60 votes to end debate and 60 votes to do certain things. I mean, they ended it for judges, which, you know, you can debate the validity of that, whether or not that's a good thing. But, but again, you've got half, you know, half the country wanting to dominate the other half because that's what evil does. Evil wants to dominate the situation. Evil wants to uh, win at all costs. Evil wants to subject others um, you know that's why mandates happened in the last two years i believe that's why people said you have to wear a mask not anything scientific about it to really stop the spread of this disease but because we tell you to and we say what's good and right and you need to follow and again i think most of the folks that are behind this have a faith that is based on human human uh, context which is based on uh secular what you would call secular humanism that, that humans basically are good and they have to reference the christian god to say what's good and what's bad because that's that's the only objective truth there is folks um you know humans are all over the place you know the theory of evolution has changed thousands of times over the years 
you know, theories behind uh, other things. You know, you look at, at back in the night, you know, you don't have to go that far back to uh, say that um, homosexuality used to be labeled as a mental disease. And, you know, I would imagine transgenderism, some of these other things, you know, if somebody thinks they're one of the 67 genders that are out there, it's a joke. You know, objective truth comes from the Bible. It comes from God. It comes from our creation, our, you know, our created situation, our created uh, universe. And the fact that God gave us a morality, he gave us an understanding of what's right and wrong. And so, you know, you're seeing that put to the test every day now by people who don't put their trust and faith in God, by people who don't um, believe in objective truth. They want to believe that everything is subjective and that you can make up your own truth and your truth is not my truth type stuff. And, uh, you know, one of the stories this morning, YouTube labels John MacArthur's sermon hate speech after he said God made us male and female. And he did. You know, that is a fact. You, It's undeniable. And either, you know, and, and I'm listening to the, his series on Genesis right now and the way he preaches it. It's like, look, you either believe God made us male and female. He made us as depicted in the Bible or you don't. You can't have theistic evolution and believe in Christ. You can't have... Uh, evolution period and think you know and believe in christ it, they don't they don't cohabitate they don't work together you know you, matter of fact you can't have evolution evolution can't have happened genetically when you look at biological evolution and the way that they portray it it's impossible and yet they roll it out there all the time you know and, and that's the our government has sanctioned that as our public religion is evolution it, Go look it up, folks. It's everywhere in the public domain. Ask how the earth uh, was was created or how how it became a reality. And, and you know, 90% of what comes back on your Google search is going to be evolution-related. And yet it's a complete fabrication. It's a fantasy. But yet that's what they say about us. So a couple other ones. Illegitimate President Biden lays the groundwork to deny results of midterm elections. Now that's what, Demo you know, the thing is about leftists and Democrats, they can't win elections by what they truly believe in because not enough people would, would follow that. They can't say, hey, we're for taxing you at an 80% rate, taking most of what you have to give to others so that we can decide how best to use it. They can't just come out and say that because it, you know nobody would, would want to do that. Nobody wants to give up all their stuff. and But yet that's what they are for. And they try and claim that they're doing that to help the little guy. But it's funny, right next to the, the story about Biden yesterday, denying, you know, laying the groundwork to deny the results of the midterm elections. Um, Democrat rep says election bill inspired by Hugo Chavez in a slip up. And that's all, all the further you got to go. I believe that the machines, that these Dominion machines that a lot of these states have been duped into using are from uh, places where they want to control who gets into power. And there is a huge mechanism behind all this, folks. A lot of money, a lot of people with power and influence that want to control who runs this country and who sponsors bills and who uh, does things, right? And it's unfortunate. It's not the way it used to be, but um, no government system is perfect and because people aren't perfect, folks. People are evil inherently. And, you know, the only way in which a person can be good is through Christ, you know, he even said there's one good, God. So 
Then you have a, a couple of interesting ones that um, you look at the difference between Biden and Trump, and it just it's like night and day. You know, Biden is, I don't know how the guy even stays awake more than 10 minutes. White House forced to clarify Biden's position on a key issue after presser left reporters scratching their heads, which isn't a surprise because the guy can barely say a couple of sentences without getting confused. And it's a sad thing. It's a sad thing that, that he was ever installed in that position. Um, because that's exactly what happened. He was installed as the president of this country. And it just boggles my mind that we've gotten to this point. You know, and President Trump, uh, the real president, came out and said, here we go again. Former President Trump says country is being absolutely destroyed under Biden. And, you know, Trump, for all it's worth, he uh, is not, was you know, I didn't want him originally. I was a Ted Cruz fan back in the primary days. But, but when he came into power, I mean, he ruled as about as conservative as you can get, or at least tried to. And he you know, did what he promised, which is not what politicians typically do, right? They promise the world and then come into office and go, well, you know, I know I said that, but, and uh, that's what you normally see, but he actually tried to, to fulfill the promises that he had. So last story, a survey, schools face worsening educator shortage. Well, how about we just privatize them all? And then, you know, people could send kids where they want and, uh, you know, it'll be a much better place. Um, and you know when you think about uh, what people put faith in you know people put faith in the public school system in this country and if you look at it on its face right uh, the public school system can only teach kids at a level that is politically accepted Right, you've got politics that comes into every equation. You've got um, the influence of many different opinions. You also have a system that, when you put twenty kids in a room together and you're trying to teach them a subject, you have to teach to the lowest common denominator, or you're going to lose some of them. And so everything tends to be dumbed down, unless it's an advanced class, which you can't have anymore because that makes other students feel bad, and we can't make anybody feel bad or. Because, you know, that's not reality. Reality isn't you get out in the real world and uh, there's competition and some people win and some people lose. That's not reality. But yet it is. And so why not teach that, you know, it's okay to fail on your, while you're trying things and doing things. Because you learn from your failures. So anyway, with that, I'm going to call it a show today. Keep it quick. Um, but be encouraged. You know, you look at the faithfulness of Abraham through all that and the faithfulness of God through all the ups and downs with Abraham and the fact that he still came through and gave Abraham a child, which we'll get into in the next chapter or two. And God is faithful. He is, he is the one true God. And we need to put our faith and trust in him where it belongs. So thanks for stopping by, and we'll uh, catch you next time. Have a blessed day. More. You know what that's doing? That's recording.
Brother, get up here. And that's all I need to get down on my knees and be thankful for all that he's done. For my mama, for my friends, for your love. What? 